Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks, wherever the heck in the world you are. It's V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live with my main man, CJ, working the airwaves, making sure this broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Check us out, roguenews.com. Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity. And what I'm most excited about is when I return back from vacation at the end of July, which is sometime around July 21st. Uh, actually, we'll be back on the seat July 22nd when I leave on Wednesday, July 13th. But anyway... When I'm back in the saddle, YouTube shall be fully restored, Siege. Are you not excited about that? Let's do it. Let's do it. But we're going to keep it professional on YouTube. We're going to do professional. If you, so if you want the raw, gritty V and CJ, you got to come on Twitch. You got to come on to the website, roguenews.com, and find us on all these other platforms. Especially when we start talking about today's show with today's guests. The one and only Jet Blake is here. It's the hour limits. Jet, I'm going to cut you loose. I want you to go for the jugular. People want to feel the uh, the excitement, the terror, the, uh, the, the 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 whole experience, the the entire enchilada. So, Jet, welcome back. We're looking for you to get uh, you know get going with you know into this topic. So, without any further ado, Jet Blake, the floor is yours. All right, uh, thank you, V and CJ. We'll continue from last week. You had. Uh, questions you wanted me to address and we'll go in more detail connecting how CERN is involved with the primary network or brain, the gut biome. And I'd mentioned the particular, what I would refer to as alien technology, very advanced nanotechnology of bacterium that's in our gut biome and it's been in the human uh, family for over 7,000 years, how that got introduced into us and how it really unfortunately can control the entire body, but influence our reality. And there's kind of a battle between our mind and our cranium, the mind of our consciousness versus our gut mind in that neural network and the millions upon millions of bacterium that run in our gut and how the music industry, the telecommunication five, six, and eventually seven G system is all related, including CERN. Um, What's happening with our reality today, the injections that we've noticed uh, that have been imposed some nations more forcefully than others, but the last two years, let's say, of these uh, pharmaceutical pharmaceutical formulations, they're all involved. This is all involved, and the technologies all connect. 
I'll explain this in detail today, but I always mention individually, I think individual scientific groups, employees, maybe even CEOs, there isn't a, a grand collusion where they're all aware of an agenda and they're all working in concert with one another to achieve this. Everyone involved is compartmentalized. They have no idea. They're not connecting the dots. They probably don't care to connect the dots. Uh, they've got families to support. They, in many cases, have gone years and years and years of school and education to get where they are. I'm not accusing them of anything. I never have. I never will. But there's definitely, at the highest level, probably a, a human tier and then non-human tier. That group knows exactly what's going on. They're quarterbacking and coordinating this. And I think when we talk about, I might forget, but you can remind me if I tie in, the Bill Gates type, I'm going to talk about Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. former Steve Jobs, founder of Apple Computer. Uh, you know, executives, uh, Intel or the World Economic Forum, players like that, they're more probably third tier. At, at the highest level, the human level, first tier human level, none of us, none of us have ever seen them. We never will. We don't know their names. We don't know their family lines. They're extremely private and exclusive. What we see, the Henry Kissingers, Brzezinski's, and the politicians, uh, that's third tier. Are they important? Yeah, but there's levels way higher than them that I'm certainly not privy to and uh, nor do I want to be. So let me follow up from last week's show because I, I don't know if I mentioned this or not. It's basically minimum of six weeks. So let's say last week was week number one. Uh, this is week number two. It'll be six shows or six weeks to really give the foundation tapestry of the fundamentals of what's really going on. And then based on that, we can go uh, even deeper or after the six weeks, see who sticks around or is even interested in understanding what I believe is the true reality, yeah. how, life, how life really works. There's multiple realities. Were you going to say something? No, no, no. I said yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there are multiple realities, as we know, and I think it's based on individually which reality we pick or that we're comfortable with. There's a surface reality that we're all familiar with. It's your nine to five job and your mortgage and taking kids to soccer practice and uh, hoping that you have solid investments and wanting to retire. That That's a very elementary, what I call coloring book, very blues clues, simple reality, but that's far from how life works. Then you can get into various rabbit holes on uh, social media and different topics, uh, flat earth, hollow earth, uh, reptilians, alien agenda, a lot of interesting information and factoids in there. That's a certain type of reality. Is there a galactic federation that's going to help and um, QAnon, things of that nature? Sure, there's interesting information. That's a reality a little bit more complicated than the first one I mentioned. Mm -hmm. But even then, that reality isn't even close, um, CJ and V to what's really going on. And I don't mean to be braggadocious, but this is from a, a group I told you where there's very few of us uh, scientists where we uh, work in the lab and some of our discoveries and our, the conversations that we have, 
we've detached from this main world of today. The universities, unfortunately, uh, I think have been co-opted and uh, the legal processes of patents is compromised. Media, the financing, the banking institution is all compromised. So long ago, myself and others, we've pulled away from this world system. We don't have anything to do with it. It cannot be repaired with the current paradigm and it's getting worse, not better. So we've gone, a, we've forked away from society. Not that we're underground or secret like DARPA and other people. <clears throat> we, we, we're not involved in uh, mainstream academia, white papers, applying for patents. But what we, we're discovering in the lab and some of our, our scientific breakthroughs, which are related to field theory, you and I have talked about that in CJ, how field theory is different than atomic theory. We are literally finding out the truth and how bizarre the true reality is, but it's also frightening. So let, let me um, start with this. There, there's In these discussions, I have to bring up once in a while, it's very important to connect the dots, ancient historical writings or different um, scriptural texts. The reason why I bring that up is not that this is a form of a digital ministry by any means, but there's there is clues, lots of clues and hidden truths in these old documents, these old historical accounts. If you know how to look at these, read these accounts, review historical data in view of field theory, like we do, a lot of oh, hidden treasures, a lot of puzzles are solved. And that's what I'm trying to do with you and your audience. Give you a behind the scenes of what we're doing in the lab and discussions that we have that, that normally don't go public. And Mark... The fifth chapter, for example, um, this is during Jesus' ministry. He's uh, in, in the region of the Gerasenes. So he's in uh, the Golan Heights area in this particular setting, Mark the fifth chapter, Golan Heights. That's the east side of the Sea of Galilee. And th those areas, the reason why they're Golan Heights is they're roughly 2,500 feet above sea level and, and higher. <clears throat> in this area, uh, when he approaches this island, there are two demon-possessed men. Uh, one is much more prominent uh, than, than the other. But the, the one that's more prominent, he dwelled in the sepulchers. Uh, they're Graves. Yeah, caves kind of carved out in the rock uh, right. for, for dead bodies. And that that uh, encounter with this individual that was the more dominant encounter and that's what was recorded and uh yeah this is the familiar story where you know the these uh legion of uh, of demons these uh extra dimensional entities were cast into swine the swine ran off the cliff and drowned themselves uh into the ocean uh correct that is the uh reference story that you're referring to correct uh, Yes. So okay. if, if, if you'll if you'll let me if you bear with me just uh, to describe this in, in one or two minutes that you're 100 percent correct. So uh, this this individual was fettered with chains and shackles and he would repeatedly break iron. Steel and shackles. <clears throat> it, it took 
many men, 12 or more men, and it could barely uh, redo chains and sh shekels. And he and was breaking. He was well known and scared the bejeebies out of everyone, basically, mm. in, in the region, even military mighty men. Uh, what we would say, uh, you know, police forces, SWAT team type characters back then. And he would, uh, you could hear him even off island as you're approaching the island. You could hear him at night because he'd be uh, crying out. And the Greek word is krazo, of which mm -hmm. we get the, you know, crazy, crazy, krazo. Yeah. So he would uh, croak like a, a raven and then he would gash, bruise. Uh, beat himself, the uh, Greek word katakopto. So he was performing katakopto as well as this krazos screaming. So he was very uh, intimidating and uh, people didn't know what to do. Uh, the island was basically off limits. Well, not to Jesus. So as you mentioned, Jesus gets off the island, uh, gets to the island, gets off the boat. Immediately when he gets off the boat, What's interesting is this individual who's demon-possessed caught sight of Jesus from a distance and then bolted and ran to the shore where the boat, uh, boat was at high speed. But not necessarily in a threatening way per se, because as soon as he approached Jesus, he uh, got down on all four. He bowed down uh, basically in the sand area, the beach area, and then he cried out with a loud voice, you know, what do I have to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I put you under oath by God not to torment me. So Jesus had been saying to him, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. But Jesus asked him, what is your name? This is very important to pay attention to detail, tell everyone in the, um, the private groups that we have, the discussions. Pay attention to detail. Jesus asked, not the man on the island, he was asking the demon, as you have brought up, what is your name? The demon really never directly answered this question because what the demon said, it says, my name is Legion because there are many of us. Well, what's a legion? That's a military term, isn't it? 12,000. Yeah. So there's over 12,000 military term. This, this is a key. One is we're dealing with uh, an intelligence that had a, has a military background. So these demons have a military background. He used a military term. And there was a lot of them. Then he kept pleading with Jesus not to be sent uh, the spirits out of the country. And then they, they bargained. There was, there was kind of a legal discussion. They bargained with Jesus. Can you send us into the swine? That's, that's also another clue. They didn't want to go out uh, of the country in the, the uh, ether, per se, in the magnetic field of this earth, and I'll have a die this this week. I've got the diagram I'll share on my screen. They wanted to go into a living carbon based body, so there's swine nearby. So, through the negotiations, it's interesting. Jesus gave them permission yes, you may enter the swine. And as you mentioned, there was a, a large herd of swine over 2,000. So, the legions, these military oriented uh, aliens, these demons, enter the swine, freaks the swine out because they're being herded. So the swine are kind of picture 2,000 plus swine minding their own business. And all of a sudden, 
their demons enter, it freaks the swine out, and then they go off the precipice or off the cliff uh, into the sea, and they all drown. Well, what's interesting about that, these legion, these demons were located in the gut biome. In the gut biome, the primary brain, the, the neural network, that is the animal part of us. What we're technically, and people might not like to hear this, but we're basically um, advanced, the highest level of animals. The uh, Adam, for example, is supposed to be the caretaker of the earth, the, the top of the I don't want to say food chain per se, but the, the top caretaker, the gut biome is the primary animal brain. Well, that's where they were centered. That's why this gentleman, this gentleman, this poor fellow who knows how long he was uh, possessed in this gut biome, that's why he was behaving animalistic, croaking like a, a raven, superhuman strength, beast-like strength. And then the odd behavior of the, the beating, gashing, bruising of himself. When they left that man, and the, the, in Matthew chapter 5, it talks about later how he was, when they left, he had bathed himself, clothed himself, he returned back to normal. They went into the swine. Swine also have a neural network similar to us. A lot of times, uh, pigs, part of pigs' organs are used in the and experimentation or human transplants were very similar um, to, to pigs. They entered the gut biome of the pigs. So pigs are already animalistic, but they're still, you can have wild boars, but in this case, these were domesticated because they were herdsmen. They went from being docile in a daily routine to going berserk, just like the man was, and then right off the cliff and plunge into the sea so what you're dealing with is you're dealing with microorganisms the bacteria that was in the gut biome of the man transferred into the gut biome of the pigs then the pigs freaked out behaved like he did but in this case they weren't shackled or confined and they went off the cliff the, the, the demons, when people are demon-possessed and the influence that, that we're fighting against, uh, V, CJ, is the connection, the gateway that the human anatomy is affected by alien technology or non-humans. Demons are non-human. They're not carbon-based. It's through the gut biome. Always has been. That's what was entered in Eve when she ingested Basically, she ingested a technology of alien bacteria, which affected the, the primal first brain. And then when she gave birth, and we're all descendants of that genome, we've had this technology passed to us. It's in the gut biome. Now, at the highest level, they understand how this works. That's why they've slowly co-opted a global food network with big ag, big agriculture, corporate Restaurants, corporate food production, corporate grocery stores, corporate markets. Then, as I talked earlier, when you have these bad characters, look at the history. Bear, Monsanto, Syngenta, and the list goes on. Look at these corporations. Look at the patents that they own. Look what their intent is. They're altering genetic seeds. They're altering food. 
Now they're into with the uh, University of California Riverside, they're engineering food to have messenger RNA vaccines in it. It's always been a war on food. It's attacking food because that's the baseline and the gut biome. You're dealing with alien technology, but you're dealing with millions and millions of intelligent life forms. Just because they're not human doesn't mean they don't exist and they're not intelligent. The question's always been, we share our body. We've always shared our body with other species. In fact, our gut biome is really the boss. It always has been. You can either have natural good but gut biome like we're supposed to have, but now we have this alien. It's a, it's a battle. It's always been a battle in our gut, the primary brain, as far as are we connected to nature, which ultimately ancient text show is, is a result or a design by the creator, source or divine, or is the more dominant gut biome an alien gut biome? that has a direct correlation with life forms that can influence that gut biome and control the body. You know, the different Bible writers talk about the struggle they've always had internally. You know, what I, what I want to do and what is right, I have a hard time difficult doing. Even cartoons, you know, growing up in the 70s, I think in the, in the 60s and 70s, you had the typical cartoons where you had the devil pop up on one shoulder and then a angel whatever pop up on the other shoulder and the ones whispering in the ear well that that internal battle uh, good and bad is the gut biome the primary the primary brain so um let's see here what what we have here is is technology has advanced and I'm starting to segue because this is leading towards CERN because this is all connected. The technology is, has segued where they're really perfecting food, engineered food, which gives nourishment and fuel, unfortunately, to the bad bacterium, the bad life forms that reside in our gut that interface with the demonic intelligence. They know how to genetically alter the seed. They're growing these crops with poisonous pesticides and herbicides. Then that poison and toxin uh, we consume. Then they've really dialed it in to where uh, music, music tempos, beats, square digital sound waves versus analog. So the beat of the music and the square sine waves can send messages and communicate with the alien or bad bacteria, which gets groups to behave in lockstep. I think I talked about it last week. It's interesting. And if there is a, let's say there's a deliberate or accidental shooting, a police or George Floyd type thing. Why is it that almost spontaneously all these urban areas, they all riot in lockstep? Well, that's because the music, the music signals broadcasted, then the primary gut neural network takes over and they all act animalistic and all rioting. And, and we know the, the agencies, or what they call themselves. That's that's how that communication's done. It's not that everyone receives a text message and they respond by the text, me text message. It's broadcasted through the music industry. Why is the music industry so controlled? It's the same players over and over. Then you look at these uh, the concerts in Houston and uh, different drummers of bands. You look at these different musicians and, oh, they're married to this family. 
Yeah. Right. And this family's related to somehow there was a connection to the OJ Simpson trial. And then you have a guy that used to be a gold medal. I guess he still is, but, or what it is a gold medal triathlete, 1980 Olympics. And now it's wearing high heels. <laughs> a certain family. So the same characters keep popping up over and over. So what happens is you have an ancient sorority. It's an ancient female witch cult. Mm -hmm. A lot of these singers, a lot of these Hollywood actresses, a lot of the politicians' wives. It's always these women behind the scenes who belong to this fraternity, this sorority order. It all goes back to Eve because Eve got this information, uh, this knowledge, or Adam did. So Eve's the one that, that coerced and persuaded Adam. To, the women have always been calling the shots for over 7,000 years. But they're smart to be in the background, make it look like it's it's men. This Bohemian Grove and all these cuss. The the nah, yeah, they're they're there obviously, but it's the women behind the scenes. If you look at human trafficking and child sacrificing, I don't want to talk too much about that. That's a lot of negative energy. It's not men doing this; it's women running the show. Oh, and in, in, in human trafficking, human trafficking. It's always women that run this show. So you you look at this this character Epstein whether he was alive or they faked his death or whatever the situation, who was the real quarterback? Not him. No, not, not, uh, yeah. If there is a, 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 a rung, a, a ladder here, it's Jeffrey will be on the bottom of the ladder. Ghislaine Maxwell will definitely be his handler. And there's a whole other group that handles her. And in, in terms of, uh, this whole, you know, sorority of, of witches, um, you know, if you could uh, expand on that, because I could see the, uh, when I, when I look at like, for instance, like I, you know, I'm being somebody of Eastern origin, you know, it's a different perspective. I can see much in the, in the West. I mean, I mean, go back to the middle ages, you know, you look, 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 look at the Vatican during the time what was known in the Vatican as the reign of the harlots. And you're familiar with that, Jet, where yes. you had a prostitute and her mother who was literally calling shots because the hooker was sleeping with the Pope. And yeah. her yeah. mother was calling the shots, right? Yes. These things, I see a prevalence of this within the West, within uh, the, you know, Western culture. The... Um, the veneration of 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 um, of Diana, the veneration of of the old Babylonian goddess uh, Astaroth, which became Diana, which became um, you know so on and so forth, which became the venerated modern day Catholic Mary, so to speak, it's the same same statue, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but how far does it go, right? Because I'll give an example, right? And I always give the example of uh, the murder on the Orient Express as a perfect example. In the story, Monsieur Perrault, the great detective, is trying to figure out who the hell killed the person. And he got the, you know, the conductor, and he got the rich man, and he got everybody together. All the, uh, uh, the, 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 the upper echelon first class passengers were all suspect. The middle class passengers and the lower class and no class passengers, everybody got interviewed. And then he found out that everybody who was on that train had an agenda to kill the guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I see that with this globalist death cult, 
right? You got you got guys. I mean, you know, you got guys who all think it's a Jewish conspiracy. You got those who think it's a Catholic conspiracy. You got those who think it's a Masonic conspiracy. You got those who believe it's a Rosicrucian conspiracy. Others who say it's a Illuminati conspiracy, a Luciferian conspiracy. Others right. who say so on and so forth. At the end of the day, it's everybody. And I think uh, the these cohort of witches are just one faction in a huge litany of factions that are pulling the strings. Because what we have at the top are agendas. And there are agendas that are working out at this and various groups are used. That's from what from what I could tell from the financial side of things. Oh, correct. So there's there's multiple groups and they're all working. They're all on the same team. They have different assignments. They have different authorities and they have different goals. They have similar timelines to try to coordinate all this. But I'm saying even at the top of all these groups, which definitely exist, and you broke them down, and there may be uh, others that we haven't mentioned. I'm I'm proposing that they're even quarterbacked by extremely powerful ancient women witches. Yeah, I don't know. the uh, the The thing with on on my end is, um, you know, I see. One of the things I realized with goddess worship, right? One of the things I've, I've learned from my years of studying this crap, goddess worship is um, synonymous, goes very lockstep with weak, pathetic men. Nero, mm-hmm. weak, pathetic man, right? And yes. the list goes on with so many world leaders to this day. I mean, look at the Bohemian Grove. What is Bohemian Grove? It is limp-wristed soy boys and beta males who couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag who women run the shot and run the call with, right? Which is which is interesting. I'm getting into that. Right. Good you mentioned that. Yep. That's exactly where I'm headed, but keep right. going. So it's a weakness of men. Being from the East, a woman gets out of line, we're more likely to throw her off a building than for having her run anything. This is the dichotomy. Just working in the money powers within the East and looking at the the private equity, the running things in the West, it is two different things entirely, right? So I could see this, the gaggle of, of witches who are nothing but bitches only arise when the soy begins to flow in the boys in the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I'm seeing mostly. In the East, you can get away with this crap. No. Go ahead. Yeah, that's 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 correct. That's so what they what they do is they go with the flow. They knew in the prof in the in the prophet, prophetic uh, forecasting, Nebuchadnezzar's dream of the image that started with the head of gold and the metals got inferior when it got to the feet and the toes of iron and clay. The Female order knew the forecasted march of world powers. They're not stupid. So having that insight, they knew how to weave throughout history what the next world power would be and then how to infiltrate that that empire and dynasty. Then they knew what the next one would be. So you have the, the Babylonians in this particular time period with Nebuchadnezzar. You had the Babylonians replaced by the Medo-Persians, replaced by the Greeks, Roman, and then British. Anglo-American, 
United States. So they've they weave their way through these world powers. And then when it came to the mercantile model, that's kind of gets into your your you've got expertise there, Harley, um, Bayless and, uh, and others, where you have the mercantile model, the, the advancement of Europe and then uh, Britain become the naval superpower after the French and Dutch fleet get defeated. So they kind of controlled the waterways and then you had the colonization spreading of, of Britain. That model, which brings us to today, they've definitely infiltrated and steered, knowing it was going to be, at this point in time, the more dominant last four to 600 years versus uh, Eastern culture. So in this Western culture, they what they do, they uh, soyified, I'm making up a new word, <laughs> they soyified the men, as you mentioned, and then uh, the, the United States being kind of the leader in music and in Hollywood or, or media entertainment, what have they done? They've uh, wimpified men and sitcoms. Uh, they've tried to women power, the Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda shows that uh, women can be successful in the corporate world. They don't need a man. So they've definitely demasculated men in the Western culture and dominated uh, the women. And that's because they knew the timelines and this was going to be the world power. Yeah, they absolutely couldn't get away with it and necessarily Asian and Middle Eastern cultures, but they didn't need to worry about that. They knew that the British American was going to be the uh, seventh world power, according to this timeline. So they focused on that and then uh, achieved breaking up the family, uh, making the man look buffoon, and then changing their, through food, food and beverage, they changed the body chemistry to get men from alpha to beta, or <laughs> I don't know what what in Australia they say beta cuck or something meaning a you know yeah that's a that's a terminology been used here uh, within social circles it's a beta cuck a beta male and who's a, a beta male who's a cuckold right and uh, that's what yeah. they call him beta cuck okay. for short so uh, you're, you're right that's that's where we are in the state of affairs but if you look throughout history when you had a, who had John the Baptist beheaded you know female look at Jezebel. Uh, Absolutely. Look, look, look at Hitler. Who who energized and enervated and inspired Hitler? There were two women, Madame Blavatsky and Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger gave her the, the, yeah. the rudiments of eugenics. Blavatsky gave him the theosophy philosophy and so after the races. Yeah, plan planned parenthood and abortion, Margaret yeah. Sanger, female. Absolutely. You, you have uh, Samson and, and who who and who financed and, and propped up Blavatsky and Singer. And the lady who created Lucius Trust and all yes. of that. Yeah. It, it was right. very powerful men in the background who are using these women to betafy the entire male populace. Because mm -hmm. once you betafy the male populace, you know, you're you're done. Because you don't want, if you're trying to run the world, you don't want men gathering. That's why there's no men don't gather no more, right? Right. Because when you yeah. when men when strong-minded Testosterone-laden men gather. What do you have? A revolution. Right. They don't need that. Mm -mm. Correct. Yeah. So that gener that generation's gone. If I, it, it, 
you get into the weeds and there could be a debate, but just to simplify for the sake of time, that, that the last probably generation where the body chemistry was somewhat normal and you had a lot of alpha males was like my father, who was a, a, a pilot in World War II, would be that generation. Well, they're long gone. So because of technology. That is correct. Even the historical uh, data that we've gotten just from sperm counts and testosterone levels, it has is, it is dropped off the, the cliff, man. Right. So that what they've done is since my father's generation, because I, I, I came late. I was like, whoops, an accident in the family. But my, my father was um, a World War II pilot. And uh, af after his generation, see what happened is they, they, they've improved food technology. And that's when there's more corporate food, as I mentioned earlier uh, today, more corporate food, the, the GMOs, these corporations, the herbicides and pesticides, and then the learning of tonalities with the music. My father wasn't subject to that growing up in the 30s. And then uh, when World War II broke out, when he was 16, 17, and then got drafted, uh, the technologies and the, the change of food, the engineering of food and music wasn't as advanced in the 40s. Well, it is now. <laughs> so people like uh, my father's generation, they're, they're never coming back. It's rare if you and I, if there's a few alpha males left, somehow we haven't been totally co-opted, maybe because of our diet and the fact yeah. that we're careful what we eat. We maybe supplement with vitamins and minerals. In, in my case, I watch what I eat because the expression, you are what you eat, is uh, there's a lot of truth to that. But also, uh, years ago, I kind of wised up and I, I got rid of television in 1992. I remember the day I threw the TV away, no flat screen TVs is the old, you know, tube tv back then but i threw it in the dumpster the apartment complex when i moved i said i don't need this i know what it's doing to the mind so i got rid of tv i didn't listen to music celestial radio and so forth and i think that's helped because i didn't get that signaling into my gut with the uh gut flora yeah well a lot of this is is complicated but the uh the the historical references you know, you've got Delilah. Look what she did with Samson, yep. writing out his, and then uh, what happened to him. I mean, women have always been used as tools of deception. There's no doubt about that. And high priestesses and all sorts of occultic ceremonies and stuff, without a doubt. Yeah. And then uh, a, a very uh, influential woman and historical record with the nation of Israel was uh, Maica. That was uh, Ace's grandmother. And she was referred to as Queen Mother. So she she was around calling the shots for three kings of Israel. So it's always been women. I I, I just I don't I someone I don't know why anyone would argue with me. If it doesn't matter, I'm not going to argue with them anyway. But I know what I'm talking about. I'm not an idiot. The research I have of over eighteen thousand hours, it just goes on and on. This is the real stuff. I'm just for the sake of time. I'm just giving all these bullet points for you and your audience because we don't have much time left, guys. It's I don't have the luxury. I wish I did. Yeah. Jeff, let, let's get into, because uh, we're, 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 we've got about 20 minutes. Let's get into CERN. Let's do it. All right. So CERN is the European Organization for Nuclear Research. That's mm -hmm. what CERN is. It started out with 12 European countries who founded CERN back in 1954. It grew to 20 member nations. Uh, there's over 2,600 full-time employees, over 18,000 scientists and engineers, 
uh, off-site, over 500 universities, about 100 nations affiliated with it now. 1971 was a key year. 1971 is basically when the third-tier group that you mentioned, all these um, Bilderberger-type, Davos, um, World Economic Forum, these groups, 1971 is when they started to kick off everything. And we're seeing now in 2022, everything that was decided and kicked off in 1971. 1971 was the first Hadron Collision that took place in 1971 with CERN. Well, CERN has three programs, the ATLAS program, the ALICE program, and ISOLD. The first program, and still in existence, is ISOLD. That stands for Isotope Separator Online Device. That's what started CERN. So it's a, it's a radioactive uh, radioactive ion beams of, of low energy photons and it produces the, the, the main purpose is to produce and study exotic radioactive nuclei. Well that's that's still going on. After that, Alice and Atlas got started. Atlas is the Higgs boson. They're trying to find a air quotes a God particle to extra dimensions and particles of dark matter. That's what Atlas is all about. Alice is recreating the primordial state of matter. They're uh, creating basically a quark gluon plasma. And uh, they want they want to find the state of quarks and gluons before they bond together and form protons and neutrons. So Alice is creating this quark gluon plasma they want to see how they behave before they form protons and neutrons. And Atlas is basically trying to find the God particle to open up extra dimensions. It's, that's not good news. So I'll just put it this way. One of their uh, dedicated statues, that's it's definitely connected CERN. I, don't, I wouldn't... It's not a logo. I don't know what what it is, but it's it's the, it's the statue of Shiva, and they they have it at it at, at CERN's headquarters, and they have it lit at night. If you've ever seen uh, pictures at night, it's lit so it casts a shadow Shiva over the entire building of the headquarters. I don't know from a artistic standpoint, it's an interesting statue. And then the way they have the lights shine, it casts a shadow on the building. I don't know if it's six stories, four or six stories. The shadows over the whole building. If you, you can look up a search engine, uh, Shiva uh, shadow on CERN headquarters. It's a neat picture. Well, Shiva is a, a Hindu god. It's part of the Trinity. You've got Brahma, Vishu, and Shiva. Brahma is the section of the hinduism brava is the god that's designated as the creator vishu the preserver and um shiva is the destroyer yeah there oh yeah see there's whoever cj see that shadow on the upper right picture see how it casts a shadow on the building i don't know who's working the mouse but cj is yeah yeah okay he, there he goes that's I don't, I'm, 
I'm not, I'm not saying I'm for this, but I'm saying that is kind of neat. They've got that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying it's a good no, no. From a, from from a, 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 I guess from a stylistic point of view, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So whoever did the statue, I mean, that's a high quality statue. Definitely wasn't cheap. They they got someone that knew what they're doing, and then you know lighting that to put the the shadow on the building. It's 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 a work of art. It, it, there's a lot of thought that went behind this, and they accomplished it. That's a that's a neat nighttime picture. I'm telling you, this isn't by accident though. If you look, if you look at the ceremonies, I think we mentioned this briefly last week. If you look at the ceremonies, and I think there's videos on the dedication of CERN and some of the weird dancing that they're doing. This is a cultic ritualistic that's connected to CERN. There, there's no way around it. Shiva's the uh, god of destruction, the destroyer. But Shiva is part of. It means changing and meeting supernatural forces. It's the God of ultimate reality. That's what they put at the headquarters of CERN. So CERN is, according to Atlas and Alice, the two programs, CERN is to get in touch with extra dimensions and to get into the primordial state of matter, it's to meet supernatural forces. That's what CERN's all about. Period. You know, what came out of CERN is Tim Berners-Lee. Tim, yeah, thanks, CJ, that's good. So that's, I mean, there's just a lot, lot of, stuff that's going on at CERN, opening ceremonies and then and then what they do uh, inside. Like when they fired it up again, you know, they keep upgrading and servicing CERN. When they fired it up again on July 5th, you think there was a ceremony that took place that day or the 4th? Yes. Right? Okay. So Tim Berners-Lee, British scientist, was really the inventor of the World Wide Web. Look at these idiots. I'm, I'm watching this video of these freaking morons doing this. Like, these, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're well, such idiots. I yeah, swear. There's, there's, there's other uh, dances with turn scientists and a uh, bunch of LARPing nerds, man. I swear to God. It's it's not good. It's no, not good. it's freaking idiots. I so swear the, to God. This, this has an off book budget, it's been around since. Uh, 1954 a, a lot's going on but the 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 internet the world wide web uh in its early stages in 1989 by tim berners lee a british scientist he's the one that came up with the uh, html the hypertext protocol and the first web server which went online august uh, well became open source uh, August 1991, the first web server was at CERN. Let me do this. Can I share my computer? CJ? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay I'm, I'm clicking share. Yeah, click click on the share, then the window that you want, and then okay, and it share should pop screen. it up for you. Share screen. You should get a little dialog box, and then you choose the screen. 
me do right here. And then after you select it, just choose, choose share on that, that pop-up box. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's registering it yet. Yeah. Um, if you go to um, – this is uh, – if, if you have a link, you can just put it in the uh, private chat. Yeah, let me um, – if you go to uh, – if you Google or do a search, CJ, uh, next, N-E-X-T, computer, CERN. C-E-R-N. Next computer. Oh, there it is. Now, what's interesting is that if you click on that picture there, that's what I did. It'll, it'll be a little bit larger picture. Yeah, see you there on the right. That was the computer that was used at CERN. That's the first server there that's um the World Wide web started with that that's next that's a black cube see that black cube there uh, on the computer next that's that's a the black cube if you scroll yeah see the black cube there next that's steve jobs there was a period where apple you remember the scenario apple had fired steve jobs and then he got a group of his buddies and engineers, and he started Next, N-E-X-T. And they're located in Redwood City, California, 1990. And that's the computer he developed. That's the start of the Internet, the Black Cube. It's not by accident. This is all connected. There's the British scientist there who used Steve Jobs' Next Cube and started the Internet. reason why this is all connected is the information that Eve got from the knowledge that she partook. What she was given was the numbering system, the concept of the numbering, the, the one through nine, the basic fundamental one through nine. And you have one through eight and the nines disappear. On the one through eight numbering system, or one through nine with the disappearing nines, the one through eight is fundamental because what it did is it created a reality of a cube. If you look at a Rubik's cube or you look at a cube period, we talked about this, a cube is a box. It's made to, it's a cube or a box holds or contains, maybe in prisons. So the human consciousness, uh, unfortunately, instead of being analog, and based on a Fibonacci sequence, which is a corkscrew, which has a forward vector with no end. If you're in a cube, you are confined. If you go up, you hit a ceiling, down, you hit a floor, left, right, forward, back, you hit a wall. So the, the computer system, our world now and our reality is based on a one through eight, where you have a, a, a computer system. Remember, you had the first eight bit and 16, 32, 64K. 
and the list goes on. This this cube, based on the internet and based on our reality, our human consciousness has been in prison in this massive uh, holographic cube. We live in a holographic reality, and it's been co-opted by these ancient societies and these uh, female sorority witches. I don't know, lack of a better word to call them. And, you know, Redwood City, where, where Next is located, is right down the street from Bohemian Club and Bohemian Grove, Silicon Valley. So what do we have? We have Bill Gates, part of Silicon Valley, Microsoft. We have pharmaceutical injections, which are operating systems. We have viruses, computer virus. We have nowadays, we have viruses. Silicon Valley and CERN are all connected. All these players, uh, you've got the Elon Musk, right? Is, is, is he a hero? Is he, is he for the common man? You better look closely at what's going on. Who's his girlfriend or wife? I don't know if he's married, right? She's a witch. <laughs> background. He's, uh, he's single. What? He's single. He's single now. But who was who he? I don't remember her name. Who he was. Remember they had a kid with a. Yeah, Grimes. That's her name. She's a, a a pop singer. Yeah. Okay. So look at her background, and that's it's all it's all connected. So I'm I'm not going any further there because I, I really don't know them. I'm, I'm not making any direct accusation, but there there's everyone's rubbing shoulders. It's all connected. Silicon Valley and CERN. What CERN is doing is it's it's connecting to the supernatural forces. It's creating portals. It's the advent of the internet. We're all connected now, whether we want to or not, we're dependent on the internet. What would happen if the internet went down? Look how many people would be affected. Would, would the, the, the electric grids connected to the internet, medical institutions, militaries, corporations, the internet goes down, uh, electrical grid goes down, it creates a lot of ha havoc. Uh, it's influenced people's, people freak out when they lose their phone their smartphone, because everything's on it, their whole life revolves around it. So we, we are connected to a mathematical mindset of, of one through nine. The computer system's based on that. Uh, Silicon Valley are very powerful characters. Now they've entered the food industry. They're controlling the food industry. Uh, CERN, which has an unlimited budget, is now uh, at capacities where it's opening uh, portals. So the whole gist of this we have just what four minutes left is there's a lot going on as far as the true reality most of humanity is completely clueless and it's a, it's a shame there's a lot of at stake and they're going for all the marbles the all the marbles is to completely captivate all humans captivate our reality captivate our natural spirituality direct it into a rubik's cube what I call a black cube. That's why you got the black cube in Saturn and then the black cube in the Middle East that's being worshipped with pilgrimage. Everything's related to black cube. There's a famous song yep. by the police, uh, Invisible Sun. Look at the lyrics of the police song, Invisible Sun. Was yeah, it it's, a, Saturnine, it's all Saturnine worship. Saturnine, Saturnine worship. And then uh, I, I don't mean, but again, the music industry is extremely critical. You look at what happened with the police, the group, the band police and with Sting 
and then they passed the baton to you too. There was a there was a procedure that took place there. Or there was actually a concert ceremony, and you two took the plate. And, and Sting went along with this without being murdered. Uh, he, he was smart about this. this. This is all related to tonalities or, or consciousness, and to keep mankind in a captive state and get us disconnected from our true nature, our true spirituality, which is analog. It's a Fibonacci sequence. It's a corkscrew um, figure. It's not meant to be uh, a cube, imprisoned in, in, in a cube. And, and I'll, I'll figure out next next week the screen share to get that image on there because there's an image that needs to be shown to show how our reality works mm -hmm. in field theory. It's the torus and the hyperboloid. So you have the donut. And, and before uh, hand next week, I'll link the image to CJ so he can call it up on the screen for everyone. There's a, a link between the hyperboloid, which is an hourglass shape, and then the toroidal donut shape, which goes around the hourglass hyperboloid. We live in the donut shape, the magnetic part of reality, the equator of the toroidal shape, the donut. Counter space, or what the ancient texts talk of about heaven, is the hourglass hyperboloid. And there's a, a connection of physics that I'll discuss next week. We're supposed to be connected to the hyperboloid, which is the entrance of counter space. That's where God or the divine, the ancient text talked well. What, what's happening in, for over 7,000 years, and it's really dialed in with technology, is they're preventing us, our consciousness and our spirituality, they're preventing us from entering counter space through our spirituality and our consciousness. They're blocking it and having us bounce around inside a cube, which there is no escape. It's a prison. Mm. And there's there's field theories, physics that's pro proving this. And what I hope to do in the, the sequence of these Outer limit shows with you and your audience is take you step by step scientifically how we're being caged through Silicon Valley, through food, through music, through television, through yeah. the banking system. It's all the same characters. They have family lines for 7,000 years. It's always been to cage us in a cubed reality based on a one through nine numbering system, one through eight disappearing nines. That's not how we're designed. We're supposed to be fractal Fibonacci free-flowing, and we, sh we should be able to connect to counter space through the dielectric, the hyperboloid, but they're not. They're preventing us. And now it's almost game over because they've broken the five, four nanometer barrier. Uh, 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 who was it? It might be Samsung, South Korea. They now have a one nanometer processor. Wow. That can go through the blood blame. Blood yes, blame and that's fighting with the pharmaceutical. So now they, they are transhumanism. They're changing humans as we speak. We started the process started two years ago where humans ain't going to be humans anymore. It's already started. How many people are, have had injections and subsequent boosters? I don't know what the does anyone know? Is it, uh, let me use a round number two and a half billion. Two and a half billion. They're not human anymore. They've already started this transhumanism. Now they're going to try to mandate, and it's a war. You will be transformed either through food, University of California, Riverdale, or now they're, they're, they've got patent technology where they can uh, have messenger RNA through chemtrails, through spraying. 
this the article last last week talked about this. They will make sure every human being uh, becomes transformed. The battle right now is to remain spiritual, to remain organic. Yeah, and that's that's what I've championed. That's what my technologies are about. But th this is a war, and everyone's like, uh, no one's taking it seriously, and I'm pulling my hair out. So I don't know how effective I'm going to be, but that's that's the goal, and we're over. We're at one hour. I'll stop there. But there's so much more to talk about next week and beyond. It. Give me four more weeks. Oh yeah, and and it will blow your mind. Then at the end of the four more weeks, we got a decision to make. Are we going to be a handful left that, that are going to fight to remain organic and spiritually connected? Or are we going to fold like a cheap suit and just mm. be transformed? Like every NPC, these non-playable characters, they drive me nuts. <laughs> Very well said. Jed, thank you so much for joining us. I'm looking forward to the next week's episode, folks. Keep it locked and loaded right here at roguenews.com. Jet will be back next Monday for another episode of The Outer Limits. And make sure you go back and you listen to this broadcast. Take notes because each and every single one of these episodes builds on the other until it builds to the crescendo. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, your mind will be blown. Yep. And thank you all for listening in. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll be back tomorrow right here at roguenews.com. Take it away, CJ. All right. Good job, Jet. Great job, Jet.